I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries What an exciting day of basketball. Uh it was great fun to see the Sixers get thrashed like that. They lost by 48 points to the Boston Celtics. And then uh Giannis came out and dropped 50 points against the Indiana Pacers. Uh the day ended up with Chris Paul showing his brilliance to beat the Clippers. Clippers have been a very uh difficult team to beat, I would say. They've not been winning as many games, but they don't lose by a big margin. Every game is going down to the wire. They beat the Warriors yesterday and it was back to back against top two teams yeah. <laughs> in the league and uh, they almost uh, ran out the suns as well i mean they almost beat the suns as well but it was close game chris paul just came out as usual in the fourth quarter just bossed it around a uh, bit of luka magic as well to beat the miami heat so great day of action uh, best part of it was the sixers losing for me uh, and the uh, yanus 50 as well uh, tons of stuff to talk about so let's get started whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast join us tanvi and shlok We are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy, mindset and everything sport. So tune in to the Millennial Athlete every Monday only on the IVM Podcast Network. Trust us, it's going to be lit. We'll talk about the Western Conference first before I move on to the East and the All-Star uh, game that's coming up later this week and all of that. The Phoenix Suns have just lost 10 games. It's 57 games into the season. does the suns team have any weakness uh, because they've had players missing games booker was injured if you remember the start of the season uh, aiton was injured for a good portion of the season they got in backups and their backups performed as good as they could uh, jay crowder was injured as well cam johnson stepped in and did his bit so it's not like they've not met uh, they did not have injuries or anything they've had injuries they've had rotation in their lineups and they still keep on winning and winning and winning and just 10 losses after 57 games does this team have any weakness at all uh, how do you beat this team in the playoffs uh first the weakness part i i, I doubt it uh i think they're pretty strong i think the only way to beat them in the playoffs is uh, if somebody can be stronger uh, they're just as good home and away um i mean they've dropped five games each home and away if they played a few more at home than they have away but But whatever, they're strong within the conference. They're strong, even stronger outside the conference. They've dropped three, only three games to Eastern Conference teams. So whichever way you slice and dice this, they're pretty dominant. And and it it's no surprise that they've dropped more games to Eastern Conference teams. It just goes to show, uh, you know, how well useless the Eastern Conference is. <laughs> But um, they've got they're deep too. You've pointed out the the injuries. um and and i want to point out one more thing the few games that they did drop they dropped by landslide margins it it's like mm-hmm. uh you know 15 points 20 points and stuff like that one of them yeah. was back to back against golden state um so it's it's pretty high quality all through and and when a team loses only those many games and they lose big in those games it's usually because they've basically given up or they've had some free yeah. injury situation load management one of those things so they've not really been beaten when they weren't looking to get beaten Uh, is what I would take away from that. Um, they built a deep roster. Like who who would have thought Bismack Biombo would be a contributor on a forty seven ten team? Yep. 
everyone steps up whenever whenever raj had tori craig had one game and he was all right in that one yeah. game yeah yeah so, this got him a few days back so yeah yeah so it might a stretch with these guys right uh, i think payton's been decent um, i think they're starting lineup is right but cam johnson uh, is is making a name for himself to the point where people in our fantasy league seem to think they can trade him for anthony davis <laughs> which is just yeah he's not there yet Uh, Shamit was a good pickup. What do you think? I think that was an exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shamit was a good pickup, and he stepped up and Booker uh, sat out a few games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good team. Now, how do they? How do they get beaten? Uh, this is an amazing regular season team. I have no doubt. It, it's entirely possible they'll finish the season topping topping the West. Possible. I, slim chance they won't, but whatever. Um, so there'll be one worst case two seed going into the playoffs. Now, the question is, how do you beat them in the playoffs? Now, last season they kind of romped through the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, little hiccups here and there, but but largely they were fine. Now, you could say that was an uh, that was a lucky run, uh, which I don't believe in luck all that much. When you go to the finals, you go to the finals, which whichever way you you cut it, right? But uh, their biggest opponents would have could have should have been the Lakers, who mm-hmm. who were a shell, um, right. who were a shell of themselves because LeBron was carrying an injury and playing AD was out for most of the games. Uh, left you wanting more because the one game that AD really played uh, you know played for bloody he was outstanding and the suns had no answer for him so when he went out that was kind of that series is over uh, they you know the the clippers were depleted blah 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 so it was a, a kind of weekend west that they were up against yeah in fact all their series right even the, uh, the second round i think was against the denver nuggets yeah, depleted did yeah. not have jamal murray and then against the clippers kawhi leonard went off so yeah you could say that yeah so they kind of got lucky and then and then they tanked the two nil lead in the finals right to mm-hmm. the to the bucks mm-hmm. now no shame in losing to the bucks but you had a two nil lead come on so if all this combined um hey, by the way you can make some arguments in their favor also they lost chris paul in the conference finals but, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. really it was against teams that were not very strong now this season um they're up against a stronger west um they're up against teams that can compete better but but really i think would they be worried about anyone outside of the warriors um mm-hmm. unless the jazz somehow figure out how to do it in the playoffs but between mm-hmm. the two uh, as i've said so many times i would trust a team that has got got it done before True. and and you know when when game on the line uh, i love donovan mitchell i think go as an excellent defender booker is phenomenal but game on the line i trust chris paul to pull the strings better than Well, the Jazz don't have anyone like that. They yeah. don't. It's a completely different play style. So yep. it, it's tough to um, combat a mercurial point guard uh, like that. So really, the only threat they have is the Golden State Warriors. How do the Warriors match up against the Suns? I like them in a seven-game series. Actually, I think I think they have enough to to take over um, because they they will see a, a Bridges. Uh, Michael mm-hmm. Bridges and they will raise them a uh, Wiggins who I think this season mm-hmm. at least has been yeah. very very similar role they put him on the best guy on the other team but except now they have Clay also to do that on the perimeter so right. they have Wiggins and Clay on the perimeter that should ideally take care of Sacred Paul and 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 uh, uh, Devin Booker. Booker I would mm-hmm. assume it's Clay on Booker which mm-hmm. is probably the matchup of the of the series both ways because uh, yeah. I don't think Booker is going to do much on the <laughs> other end. um so the warriors have what it takes uh, for me that's where it comes down to aiton has the size but draymond versus aiton i'm taking draymond any day in, in defense i don't think aiton has that kind of uh, offensive arsenal ad does and he would still struggle against draymond or it would take a lot out of him to get the same level of production 
um i think man for man i like how the warriors have matched up i like their play style versus uh versus how the suns usually like to defend i don't think you're beating the warriors with the zone um mm-hmm. so i i fancy the chances the only team that i really that's the only way you stop them in the playoffs to answer the question is is uh, warriors defend defend better than anyone else can against the suns and they shoot them out of the of the gym yeah i'm not uh, if i mean if i were a warriors fan i'm not worried about the suns as much but yeah. what has been troubling the warriors of late is the lack of a big man the last they lost three of the last four games and this is against mitchell robinson against in the next uh, zubac yesterday against the clippers white side uh, who was playing like shack uh, when he played yeah. uh, for the jazz against the warriors the other day and the only game that they won was against the lakers because anthony davis didn't really trouble the warriors as much uh, if anthony davis was even like say 80% of what anthony davis could be Warriors would have lost that game like a big margin, right. and the Warriors just just about beat the Lakers. Yeah. That too because of Clay Thompson uh, show in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So the Warriors have been struggling of late. I could say. I mean, three losses in the last four. In a seven-game series, I'd still back them against the Suns. But do you think they're in trouble of losing their second seed, given that the Memphis Grizzlies are not too far away now? Ah. Uh... Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, I think the bigger question is, do they give a damn about losing that seed? Because if it's not the one seed, do they care if it's two or three? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't think they should all that much. Home court advantage, sure, but but I don't think they should. Um, I f- if I were the Warriors, I wouldn't be looking behind. I'd be looking ahead. Uh, my the thoughts should be how do we overtake the Suns? Because mm-hmm. that gives you home court advantage through and through, and their arena is one that is worthy of yeah. uh, that consideration. Um, I, I'd I'd be looking there, and and honestly, if you're Steph Curry, if you're Clay Thompson, if you're Steve Kerr, are you really looking at a Jamarant team? No disrespect, but are you really looking at them? Whatever Jamarant is doing, he's not Steph Curry, not yet. Uh, he's not. He's none of those guys. He doesn't have those uh, credentials yet. So, um, even on form and play style, should they really be worried about Jamarant when when they're Steph Curry and team? I, I don't think mm-hmm. so. Whatever the numbers say, I don't think so. So uh, I, they should ideally be looking at topping the West. um how does that happen to you maybe go you know injure crispa i'm kidding <laughs> no, i think that should be their consideration i wouldn't be too worried about the grizzlies um for the simple reason that even if the grizzlies can't take over which is quite likely they're playing amazing basketball if you're not the first seed i i don't think it really should matter whether you're the second or the third in the west i think the warriors are looking forward to this all star break because uh, of yeah. late they've been playing like a very fatigued team Yeah, uh, just given their just given their play style, right? Their hustle, every play is a hustle play. I mean, even when you're leading by twenty and the last two minutes are going on, there's still a hustle play. You see, Jordan Poole or Kuminga just going yeah. up and dunking <laughs> shots. So uh, I think they would this uh, All Star break would be a well deserved rest for them, and I think they'll come back as a totally different looking team, just more energized and rejuvenated. Uh, that's something yeah. that I'm looking forward to. The yeah, remaining team uh, did did mm-hmm. Steph Curry make the All Star team? <laughs> he did. He did. Just about. <laughs> hey, hey, good for him. Uh, the Grizzlies are third. Uh, we'll not talk much about the Grizzlies because they've been pretty consistent all through the year, uh, all through the season. The Jazz follow them in fourth. The Mavs are in fifth, and the Nuggets are sixth. Now I want to talk about the Mavs. That's been a pretty impressive team in the last say one month to six weeks or so. How the uh, fuck that, are they fifth with that shit lineup? And they have been amazing in defense, by the way. They're a top five defense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, That's so hard to believe. And if you look at the roster in the team, it'll be like there's Luca. Okay, who else is there that put them in the fifteen? That's it. <laughs> Can the Mavs clear the first round of the uh, playoffs this season? Now you look at the Mavs roster, and you 
you look at Luca, okay, that's Luca. And then who else is there? How the hell are the fifth? By the way, they've been a fifth best defensive team. They're in the top five in defense this season. They, they lost to the Clippers last two years, but they pretty much ran them till the end. It was all Luca. They probably will not face the uh, Clippers this year. Do you think they have a good chance of clearing the first round at least? Yeah, so they're fifth right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, trailing hot are the Nuggets. Um, yep. I, th- I think it's either or between those two. So you'll either play the Utah Jazz or the yeah. Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, if you fall to six, then I, yeah, I don't right, like so. the chances against either of those teams, to be honest, <laughs> in the playoffs. Uh, Grizzlies are still, for for what I, it's the same tune I keep playing. Show me you can win in the playoffs, and until then, I'm not believing. Um, well, the Mavs I, haven't won in the playoffs either, so. No, but they've, um, I mean, they've taken the Clippers, they've put the Clippers to the sword pretty well, mm-hmm. and you'd mm-hmm. like to believe. And both the seasons, they sort of overachieved on league position. So they ended up playing the Clippers, which shouldn't have been the case otherwise. So with a weaker oppon- opponent, um, I, I don't think the Grizzlies are the Clippers. Uh, the kind that took out the Mavs, I don't think they're there. So, uh, not yet. So I still fancy the chance against the Clippers. I don't like them against the Jazz. I think the Jazz are are far too loaded. I'm not even looking at defense. I think on offense, they're far too loaded yeah. for, for the yeah. Mavs to currently compete. Give them one good off-season and I think they'll be right up there. Uh, Luka's one of the most exciting shows in, in the NBA. Uh, but I don't like the chance against the Jazz. I think they would, they would want to play against the Grizzlies. As counterintuitive as that sounds, as good mm-hmm, as the mm-hmm. Grizzlies numbers are, their defense are probably even better. But I still like their chances in the playoffs. Because what you mentioned about the Warriors... Uh, for me, that applies to the Grizzlies also. Whether the eye test tells you they're hustling or not, a lot of this is just uh, adrenaline pumping, exuberance, mm-hmm. uh, very high energy, very high tempo basketball. It'll be interesting. To, it's a concept car. It'll be interesting to see if the track version works in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like the way you put that. Uh, moving to the East, the Heat and the Bulls sit on top of the Eastern Conference with 37 wins. Uh now, I want to talk about the Bulls before we move on to the Bucks. Uh, the Bulls, they've been impressive. Uh, you, It's similar to the Mavs, right? How the hell are they in second spot given the number of injuries they had? You had DeRozan miss a few games at the start of the season due to COVID. Lavin missed a few games and he's still out. Uh, Lonzo missed a few games and he's probably out till the playoffs. Vucevic uh, was out due to COVID. So all of the starters, the starting five, everyone's gone injured. Patrick Williams disappeared after the first five games. Or, so he had a season-ending injury. Uh they're still in second spot and thanks largely due to DeMar DeRozan who's playing at an elite level. But you look at the Bulls record against the top teams, against the Suns, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Heat, the Bucks, and the Sixers. They are 0-10 and 10 against those six teams. 0-10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. how, how do the Bulls win playoff series? Because you'll probably be playing against one of these teams. Uh, not the Warriors and the Suns because in the West, but the Bucks, the Sixers, the Heat, they're probable opponents, probably even in the first round. Yeah, I <laughs> first of all, how the forget how are Chicago second despite the injuries. How the hell are Miami first? I don't think anyone, anyone <laughs> would have picked them to be number one, even ten weeks into the season. I don't think anyone would forget forget the start of the season. That's what's blowing my mind. Um uh, I think the Bulls being second, first of all, is by virtue of the rest of the Eastern Conference being so uh topsy turvy and unpredictable. Like the Bucks haven't had their big three for yeah. most games of the season. And the Bucs just seem to be cheering whenever they don't have... One guy gets injured, they're like, fuck it, let's, let's just 
take a yeah. back seat. Let's come back and turn it on. <laughs> it worked for them last season because even last season they were not chasing the top seed, right? They finished yeah. third or something, and then yeah. like okay, let's see in the playoffs, and they they saw in the playoffs. So yeah, one thing that is different from the Clippers is they didn't wait to flip the switch. Uh, they just yeah. kept experimenting with lineups. They made sure they got their bench rotation right. They made sure they yeah. had their uh, situational basketball, if you will. Uh, two minutes left in the game, you're down by six. What do you do? All of those things. Yeah. Um, they got bang on, uh, which is why they were able to hold their nerve against the Nets and all the other teams that they faced, uh, coupled with Kevin Durant's shoes as maybe being a, a size <laughs> too long order. Right? So that's kind of what saved them. Um, the Bulls, how do they get by in the playoffs? Let's assume they finish where they do. It's super mm-hmm. tight right now. So they could be yeah. third, they could be first. They, they could be seventh in a week. You never know. You yeah, see the Brooklyn Nets where they are. But let's say they finish somewhere in the top three. So if they finish mm-hmm. first, uh, who are they playing? Some some winner of... You could probably play Hawks or the Hornets or someone like that. Something like that. Something like that. Maybe the Nets, the way things are going. Uh, <laughs> so so Hawks, Hornets, they'll, they'll do it. I think they can take... Hawks, I don't know. Hawks, I don't know. Hornets. By the way, I think the Nets would want that eight seed because they could play most of their games away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, makes sense. So uh, they're all right. Look, I'm I'm looking at three to ten. Who can the Bulls beat in the playoffs? Bucks, no shot. Mm -hmm. Cavs, yes, shot. I think they can. Mm -hmm. Cavs in a playoff series. It'll be fun, but I. I It's it's tough to top the Rosen right now. 76ers, I don't know, TBD. Let's see what Arden does there. Celtics, yes. I, I don't care what their recent heroics say about them. I, I feel like it's the same old movie. They're going to mm-hmm. screw it up in the playoffs. Um, speaking of size, here's another team. Uh, the Celtics, right? Thais had one good game or who cares? I, I think they'll come up <laughs> short in that big man position. Regardless of who the Bulls play. Like, Vucevic will suddenly turn into Shaq in that series. Mm-hmm. Um, though, I, it's incredible. I am more confident about the Bulls um, against teams that are in the top six, other than Milwaukee. Even the Heat, I'd pick the Bulls. <laughs> okay. But when I look at the plane slots, that's where I'm like, oh, tricky, uh, tough, I don't know. Uh, you don't want them to face the Hawks, nor the Nets. Because Hornets, they'll take off that, I'm sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hawks, not so sure, especially after what they did last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not really. It's a good shot. It's worth a shot, but but I'm not too sure. Toronto is super tricky. The way Siakam has been yeah. playing here since he's come back, yeah. he's I keep calling him the white sabonis. Um, if he's underrated, the team they defend as a team. They've got Nick Nurse, which that's it's tough to top. Whatever Bulls come yep. up with, it's tough to top Nick Nurse. Uh, and all of the other squad players come in and contribute so much. Like Boucher, they've got Anunobi, blah 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 blah. It's it's a good good squad. That's a tough beat. Hawks are tricky. Nets are super tough. I don't care where they finish. They're super tough to beat in the playoffs. Just just KD, if he's back fit, is, is a nightmare. <laughs> and then you have Ben Simmons on defense. Uh, you don't want that heat. Uh, you want the Miami heat. You don't want that heat. So <laughs> it, it, it's so weird the East, how they're stacked, that anyone could drop to eighth in like two games, uh, except the teams that are currently in the seventh and seventh through tenth spots. Are, are probably trickier playoff opponents than a bunch of teams that have made it to the I don't think Celtics are going to bother too many teams in the playoffs. Uh, this mm-hmm. might come back to bite me, but that's what I think today. Uh, 76ers, who the hell knows what, what shape or form they enter the playoffs and forget how well the two superstars gel. We see MB taking step backs now, like what's going on? Uh, <laughs> Cavs, that, that's a show that will end at some point. So it's, it's weird the Eastern Conference that way. But but the Bulls have plenty of chances to take. They're like a couple of teams that they should really be afraid of in the playoffs. 
but otherwise i see them going to the second round at the very least if not the finals hey everybody it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network we're so excited to bring you our next podcast by our favorite tamil storyteller kavita jeeva venwell sani is the story of how the tamil kings and kingdoms united to keep south india independent of ashoka's rule on the habit coach ashin speaks to psychiatrist and podcaster dr fred moss they discuss ways to deal with discomfort and boredom On Think Fast, Varun and Sujitha give us key highlights from the 2022 budget and discuss the success of audioware company Boat. On the longest constitution, Priya takes a look at how courts interpret cases of color blindness and maternity relief at the workplace. On Press Decode, Sarah Vagdan Profila talks about China's media censorship and Bharat Pay's infamous co-founder Ashneer Grover. And on Pulia Bazi, the host discusses how much the government spends on defense in their special series Ek Sawal Kahi Jawab. Do follow us on social media where IVM podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. And remember if you're enjoying this show or any of our others for that matter please do tell a friend. Don't forget to rate us on any other platforms that you're listening to us whether it's a rating, whether it's a review, it all helps. And do remember to check us out on YouTube. We have a number of channels that are available on ivmpodcast.com/youtube. And finally I'd like to thank our sponsors this week Bank of Baroda, CoinSwitch, Kuber and HDFC Life Insurance. Thank you so much for making this possible. Uh, given that all that is happening would you still call bucks the favorites because uh, despite yeah. them losing so many games despite them not having their big 3 for most of the games whenever the big 3 has played they've lost like four or five games that's about it so they are definitely the favorites in the east and as good as yanis was in the last two years i think this year is even more better i didn't think that was possible he's gotten much yeah. better and he's scarier because he's shooting threes he's converting free throws at a much higher rate than he did last season is like 70 72% on free throws where yeah. he was 60 65 something last That's season massive for him it's it's, it's insane and he's confident <clears throat> to drive now because he's not worried about missing free throws right and you know that yanis is someone who would not shy away even in the playoffs even in the biggest stage of them all he converted 17 out of 18 free throws in the game six of a final so yeah, that's not, a little okay <laughs> he's not shying away from the big stage is what i wanted to say and yanis has gotten insanely better and it's scary as to how much more he can get better uh the bucks the favorites for you yeah 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 yanis first of all nba world how dare you with all this embiid and jokic talk for mvp First of all, it's a disservice to Jokic to put Embiid above him. True. But it's a disservice to Yanis to not even have him in that conversation. True. Like, ever since he won two back-to-back, it's like the league has taken him for granted. Yes, Yanis, he's almost in that LeBron zone, which is, which actually is a compliment to him, to be honest, because that's where LeBron mm-hmm. was for so long. Like, he's been so good for so long, people don't even bother now with the MVP um, voting, right? I'm not saying he deserves it this season or the year before, but for a while, this has been true, that he's sort of taken for granted. Um, That's Giannis. Now the Bucks. Uh, the the assumption that everyone's fit is a caveat. We should apply to every team. So I'm going to assume yep. that if if yep. fit are they the favorites? Absolutely. I've said it all season long. I, I've been laughing at the Vegas odds makers for keeping Brooklyn Nets as favorites <laughs> all year long, right? All year long, regardless yep. of what the Warriors did, whatever happened, Nets are favorites. Why? And now Harden's gone. What do you think now? Uh, what do the odds makers make of of Ben Simmons, right? Um, who are your biggest threats in the East to the Nets? Uh, the Heat, I don't think so. They're toast if mm-hmm. they if they face Giannis and the Bucks and and any team that built a wall in the past. Giannis is coming for vengeance. So Heat are toast. I don't think the Raptors have what it takes or any of the other plain teams or whatever. Um, who really in the East can challenge the Bucks? No Cavs. So the Raptors no have won the last five games against the Bucks. Yeah, Does it count for anything? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> they have no shot whatsoever in the playoffs. Right, um, and let's eliminate along with them 
the hornets the hawks the celtics the cavs no shot mm-hmm. heat mm-hmm. no chance bucks uh, bulls very very difficult the two teams that will trouble them uh, should trouble them are the brooklyn nets and the 76ers uh, mm-hmm. 76ers simply because they have embiid so there's at least some level of competition to yanis physically um uh, uh, how how mobile embiid is on defense against yanis remains to be seen i actually like yanis's chances against embiid on defense so but that's a that's a treat that that's a great matchup so that and the and the nets right now both of these are hypothetical right now both of these are speculative because both teams have made major changes which basically yeah. they traded with each other nets minus arden plus simmons what is that net differential plus nets um other restrictions going to lift in brooklyn uh, in new mm-hmm. york to be mm-hmm. precise um other, other than because otherwise uh, you know the bucks have home court advantage so kyrie will play more games than he'll miss but he will miss games yep and yep. and that's going to count against them uh, kyrie is going to be a huge part of them and their playoff run uh you get ben simmons on he'll neutralize who middleton okay mm-hmm. or drew mm-hmm. maybe it's drew or simmons i'd be delighted to watch at both ends of the floor but who's dropping yanis i don't think the nets have anyone that can take on yanis not even yeah, drummond no <laughs> not drummond not kd yeah kd has no shot against yanis drummond please but uh, drummond <laughs> has no shot against uh, tais kd has no shot against yanis which i can make the reverse argument also right? it will be super tough for yanis to get yeah. kd but i i fancy yanis in that matchup so nets unless ben simmons suddenly turns into a juggernaut and the restrictions are lifted i like the box chances 76ers is the only tricky one you never know what you're going to get from harden um and and embiid is probably the only matchup on yanis that makes even remote sense uh, to watch both both ends of the floor i don't think even ad quite matches up with with yanis uh, i don't True. think ad is doing anything defensively on yanis so that's the one matchup i'd be wary of that's the one tricky one in the entire playoff series that's the one tricky matchup the 76ers Uh, that is assuming embiid is fit in the first place forget the bucks players being fit that is assuming embiid is fit and that harden actually makes it worse but but uh, anyone else i'm not sweating it for the bucks uh before we just jump on to the next topic how about the celtics you said you don't expect the celtics to be too much of a threat to the other teams uh, they won their last 9 games 11 of the last 12 yeah. and i know this is a regular season but uh, all through the season they've been the best defensive team and that counts sure. for something yeah who the uh, fuck is stopping anis on that team they're a great team <laughs> defense <laughs> dude goes for 15 in the nba finals game 6 who's stopping anis on the boy who ties ties is stopping anis <laughs> Who's guarding Giannis exactly? Okay, let's keep the Bucks aside. Uh, can the Celtics take on the other teams? Yeah, yeah, I like the chances against a few of these teams, but I think the Bulls will take them down. I think the mm. the Heat maybe Cavs etc. They can take on. I think the Celtics would struggle against the real contenders. Seventy uh, sixers tough beat, Nets tough beat, even the Raptors. Ironic, they beat the Sixers by forty eight points today. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the yeah it's a regular season game. I know that, and it was over before the half. So yeah, yeah, doesn't say for much, but uh, it was a good. I mean, their stars showed up, and that's what counted. I mean, Jason uh, Jason Tatum on the defensive end, Jalen Brown on the offensive end, both showed up, and when they, they both play the, like that, yeah, but that's the seventy sixers in whatever form they were as without Harden. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not the form they enter the playoffs with. uh who that could go either way by the way they could enter without embiid in the playoffs <laughs> uh, look i want i want to close up of harden space if they start the playoffs without embiid being fit <laughs> really just want to close up and they should just cut to wherever ben simmons is sitting get him on facetime or whatever show his face that should be fun um no i celtics not happening not this year not this year okay. i like them as a fun team but not happening. 
okay we have a break coming up uh, we'll have a break of almost 7 to 10 days starting from thursday but in between we have the all star weekend how excited are you for the all star weekend the teams were announced lebron and kd did a great entertaining show of not picking harden and then oh, harden opted out best show so far and i think harden opted out because of that show <laughs> uh now we saw the roster we saw the teams you saw few replacement lamelo got picked uh, for kevin durant uh and then today jared allen got picked for james harden as well dejonte murray got draymond uh, green's place so you, we have the final rosters who knows there might be a few more changes because lavin's injured now um, hopefully he'll be fit before the all star game who do you think the biggest snub was i mean snub i think is an overrated term because there are only limited number of spots available limited number of players can get picked who was the biggest name that deserved to be picked that did not be picked if i could put it that way Uh, not all that many misses this time around uh, mm-hmm. because just because of the sheer number of injuries uh, you got in a few crowd favorites at the very least like uh, and of dejante is a crowd favorite but you got in lamelo at the very least you got yeah. in um, and then uh, jared, jared allen, allen home ground home crowd yeah. yeah 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 exactly yeah so you, you know deserved it uh, home crowd plays a big role in all star games also you can see why lebron didn't want to trade garland Yeah. Uh, how entertaining was that show? He said that the only way he's coming back to the city is left twice is if he brings a hometown boy with him. So that, yep. that was fun. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't think of any big names. You have any that that popped to your mind? I can't think. Um, of any Joe Holiday has been great, uh, and I think he deserved a pick over Middleton. Middleton was a surprise. I mean, I didn't expect Middleton to get picked. He's been having an average year so far. Joe Holiday was good. Uh, whenever Giannis sat out, he's been balling out. He was averaging nearly twenty points, twenty five, twenty two points something. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was one snub that I thought. Yeah, uh, I mean, if Joe Holiday that. makes the cut, then Sabonis. Why is he not in the? Sabonis, yeah, yeah. Are you going to yeah. say Halliburton should make it too? If Sabonis no, not yet, <laughs> not yet. Three years down the line. Because <laughs> Halliburton apparently is. Three uh, years down the line. <laughs> but uh, Sabonis, yeah, Sabonis is. A, uh, I think Drew. I don't know. I don't know if. We've seen that much. I mean, I'm surprised that Middleton gets picks now, uh, right. even if he has an average year. Has he gained that kind of a reputation that he's an automatic pick yeah. for an All Star game now? Yeah, I mean, so for so many years, he's been just that one step away in the playoffs from being recognized as a great player. And last season, he stepped up. Um, so yeah. I think for that reason, it's also play style. Right? Drew Holiday is not a play style that most people would get. Mm-hmm. You really mm-hmm. need to follow and know the game to appreciate his contribution. Middleton's a lot easier. He's your typical. Old school shooting guard, lot of mid-range dominance, nice handles, looks graceful. Uh, I swear, when he wore twenty-four Bryant on his jersey in the All Star game, a couple of times, everyone mistook him for Kobe when you see him from behind. Though I, you know, it's impossible, but but it just looks so uncanny. So there's some visual appeal there. I guess that's what um, contributed to it. Uh, Anthony Davis got snubbed, which is a oh wow, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. You know, it's a bit of a disappointment, but uh, yeah, for me, for me, uh, I think. Sabonis so is a standout snub, um, mm-hmm. and another snub. But I get why. But it's worth mentioning though is Che Gilgeous Alexander. I thought he was pretty, mm-hmm. uh, pretty yeah. impressive this season. But but yeah, that's what it. Apart from SJ and Sabonis, so I think most of the others. Dejounte, uh, I'm so glad he's in the All Star game because no way he makes it on voting, but he should True. make it on merit. Perhaps above True. everyone else that I've mentioned. So glad True. that he got in. Jared Allen, whatever. It's okay. Like he's had a good season, but it's okay. I've seen better seasons get snubbed in the All Star game, so I'm not too, uh, you know, fast about him making or missing it. Uh, and Lamelo was a big, uh, you know, well-deserved mm-hmm. 
if nothing else just for his entertainment factor in the of in course the all-star game so, yeah, of yeah. course now there are a lot of first time all-star guys on this on these yeah. teams right uh, who is the one guy you think Jeff that Curry. will be a <laughs> yeah, <I think> it's, <laughs> it's, no it's among these first timers among these first timers who is the one guy you think will be an automatic pick going forward Jamarant first oh, yeah, that that should be an easy right, right. yeah that hands would be an easy down. one yeah, yeah i agree hands on uh i we should flip it also who do who is the first time pick that i don't think is not a lock for going forward i think wiggins is like oh, i don't care how he's playing this season i can't assume he's going to make it every season i just simply can't do that so agree. i think wiggins is the is the flip agreed true true i agree i agree i mean difficult to argue again that i mean gobert despite not being so popular i think he still performs so he'll get yeah. the votes Uh, at least the media votes and the coach votes he get so he'll be there so oh, yeah wiggins sure. i he, he has to have spectacular years year after year after year to convince people that he's an all star so yeah absolutely uh, so he's like jazz a lock um true. wiggins not so much a decent true. shot at making it so jared allen again it's not a given that he'll make it every year at least not lamelo uh lamelo lamelo for sure yeah so that was the next name i was going to after jazz is, is lamelo uh he probably he'll probably be neck and neck with ja in a season or two and mm-hmm. then garland's in with a shot just because of the conference he plays and i think um, garland will have a shot in future especially if the cavs are talking trading section because that's a time running mm-hmm. out contract if they do that depending on who they bring in uh garland would probably be the face of the offense going forward uh, so i think he has a decent shot um and, and you'd have to believe dejante murray has a, a good shot going forward Yeah, uh, if the Spurs even remotely strengthen that lineup, yeah, to the point yeah. where they are in contention for playoff spots, I think Dejounte Murray would get a lot more attention. Currently, he's he's doing that shit side show like AD in in uh, the Pelicans, <laughs> where nobody cared. Yeah. Like he could be putting up monster numbers, nobody gave a damn. Or Sabonis this year in India, now yeah. nobody yeah, cared. Yeah. Correct, like who does some, anyone care about Sacramento though? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, not even their GM, <laughs> but. Uh, Because, because I'm being told they traded the greatest prospect since Magic Johnson to get Sabonis. My God, you are just exaggerating more than what it was told. I mean, it was a fair. <laughs> okay, let's not go there. Uh, who's your pick for the three-point contest? Uh, Who the fuck is participating? First of all, let me answer one question you asked before. Am I excited about the All-Star game? Not that much, honestly. Mm-hmm. I I don't feel that same level of uh, energy that I did from True. the previous All-Star games. Maybe it's the number of stars dropping out. It just feels like far too many people are taking this casually. Uh, yeah, and also these contests, right? The three-point contest and the uh, dunk contest. There are not as many stars nowadays than yeah. there used to be. I mean, if you remember, Michael Jordan was a dunk contest star, and then now you have players like Ivan uh, Toscano, Anderson participating in there. That kind of. <laughs> I didn't even know he could dunk. Forget being the dunk contest. <laughs> I am surprised too. I mean, he's not even the best dunker in the team, so uh, I'm surprised he got uh, picked. <laughs> Wait, who? Let me start googling. Who For the three-point contest, let me read out the uh, yeah. no uh, contenders: uh, Fred Van Fleet uh, from the Raptors, Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, who is my favorite pick for this contest, Zach Lavine, CJ McCollum, Patty Mills, Cat, the big guy in the three-point contest, and Trey Young. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, Kennard seems like a. I know. Do they still have that two-point thingy, the half-court yeah. shot? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. They didn't have it last time. They didn't have it last time. They didn't. Yeah. So then. No, no, no. Fuck that. No, I. You know, I want to see Trey Young win this at least once. I think every marksman should have that on his resume at least once. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I made the mistake of picking him earlier, thinking he'll make that fucking half court shot, and he, he crashed <laughs> it. Uh, but but I'd like to see Trey Young win it. Look, and it's a decent pick. Cat might surprise people. I don't think he's winning. Yeah, he's a he's a good surprise. three point shooter. Because uh, I think the pick? one thing we've learned about the three point game, right, is is uh, whenever Reggie Miller, etc., just stuff you pick up from commentaries. is that you the question keeps getting asked you're shooting so many shots in a very short mm-hmm. time frame you just got to get so many shots up by get making them making them a skill getting them up is stamina right yeah. um so in terms of fatigue what gives way first is it the arms is it the shoulders like what kills you in making so many jumpers in a row and most athletes would know this most even amateur players would know this but what would surprise a casual viewer is everyone unanimously says it's the legs that give out away before mm-hmm. the upper body does to jump so many times to yeah. i mean it's a jump shot for a reason uh, is is a problem right that's what that's where the fatigue kicks in and then if you're not able to push up as vigorously your whole rhythm gets disturbed it's like your entire it's like bowling action the whole thing gets yeah. disturbed uh, i like cat for that reason he doesn't jump a lot the whole lot <laughs> uh, it's it's an easier uh, release for him and from that head is just like it's it's there so yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that's a nice there. strategic pick <laughs> Who's your uh, pick for the dunk contest? And uh, not so popular name there, Obi Toppin from the Knicks, who was also the runner-up last season. In-game uh, Jalen game. Green from the Rockets, the I like rookie. Him. I like him. Cole Anthony. Uh-huh. And you want Tuscano Anderson? Yeah, what a fuck all lineup first of all. Yeah, I don't even know Yon Tuscano Anderson is a great dunker. I mean, Kuminga is an amazing dunker. He should have been in the contest. I don't know he was a dunker, but again, so Kuminga, I think for me is in the same uh, Obi Toppin category of great in-game dunkers. Yeah. I don't know if they're yeah. really. Yeah, he just has this bounce, right? I don't know if he has skills around the dunk. I like Green. I like Green. I think he has a bone to pick. I think he has a chip on his shoulder. He, you know, the whole he didn't go. He didn't come in the traditional <laughs> route. Uh, it's the Jilly yeah. route. Yeah, and he was pissed that he was the second uh, pick and he was not the first. I, man, my memory is so blur. Who was the who came in this draft? Who was the number? Kate Cunningham. Kate Cunningham was the first. Oh, yeah, what? Okay. He's good, well, but it's alright. Pistons, it's yeah, in the Pistons. Right. So. Oh no, I know. I mean, I'm saying he's good, but it's okay. It's not like it's not like Andrew Wiggins went over you, for instance, at number one. Right? It's not mm, like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. Uh, all star. <laughs> yeah, first time all star. Number one draft. This is his what season now in the league? Tenth season. Seventh, seventh or eighth. <laughs> Shame on you. Uh, so yeah, it's not like that, but it's okay. I think I like Jalen Green. Um, I think for first of all, he's got bounce. mad bounce and it's not from any of the dunks or rebounds that i'm saying this there was that one play i don't know against which i don't know which game this was somebody made a ludicrously out of touch pass right they, they were intending to pass it to uh, green on the sideline and mm-hmm. it went way above it right of zoomed into the mm-hmm. fifth sixth row of the crowd and he pulled that down and okay was the replay just the the altitude at which he grabbed that damn pass and he got there so fast it was very lebron esque that one Save mm-hmm. that LeBron made like fourteen feet in the air. He put his hand was damn near at the top of the board uh, <laughs> when he pulled that stray pass down. Remind me of that. That is ridiculous bounce. Um, and he's got the kind of play style that would make for some fancy dunks. I don't see Obi Toppin doing a like a between the legs or a three sixty blah blah blah. Um, so for me, it's still in still uh, green. But but let's see, let's see where it goes. If J J T F wins it, fuck it, I'm giving up the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll be a fun weekend to watch. Uh, we have a break coming up. We'll be taking a break as well. Uh, we'll be out for the rest of this week and the next week, and we'll be back after the All Star break. Uh, I'll catch you then. Uh, as always, great catching up. And 
who knows when the second half of the season starts is it the second half is the third ஸ்லிப்ஸ் <laughs> <laughs> with one change and again i'm assuming fitness with one change right mm-hmm. if they can just get their defense to what it can be potential mm-hmm. potential versus output mm-hmm. if they can just do that watch how fast the momentum will flip it doesn't matter what their rules are on offense if they can get back to defending the way they used to the way vogel can get them to the way their skill sets allow them to you watch how fast the tide will turn because then lebron's got a spring in his step uh it has been a monster since he's come back yeah yeah and there's already trade talk of moving him they're talking about him like they're talking about posing is he's playing well that's just steven smith nobody else <laughs> that's that's espn cooking shit up as usual but but um, but it's there and these guys listen to it um, so you know mm-hmm. it's getting into people's heads um everything's there all they need to do is fix that defense the whole momentum changes because of that for all the talk of how incredible kd has been this season mm-hmm. he's missed his fair share so has lebron so it's a fair comparison kd 29.6rebounds,7.4assists,8,9.4rebounds,7.8assists,8,9.4rebounds,7.8assists,8,9.4rebounds,7.8assists,8,9.4rebounds,7.8assists,8,9.4rebounds,7.8assists,8,9.4r
as I explore the strange, obscure, and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcast from.